Hello and welcome back to Everything That You Are, the podcast. This is your host, Mishti. In today's episode, we're going to talk about anxiety. Yes, I know. It's talked about a lot, but at the same time, it's not. Before we get into that, I wanted to tell you the backstory of the podcast's name, Everything That You Are. In my opinion, there's so much inside all of us. We've had a hundred thousand emotions, a hundred thousand tears and several traumas and pains and maybe even a hundred thousand regrets and so so much more. And all of it becomes like a part of us. Even if we've healed from our traumas or gotten over it, they always stay within us. It might not hurt to talk about them or think about them once we've healed But it still stays because those experiences taught us a lesson or several lessons. And whenever we're in a similar situation, these lessons resurface. Hence, further proving how everything we go through becomes a part of us. And that's the story behind the name. Because I realized that everything I've experienced in the mere 18 years of my life is a part of who I am. And whatever things I go through in the future, good or bad, those things will also be a part of who I am forever. Let's say I go through a heartbreak, then a heartbroken person is not everything I am or will be. What I'm trying to say is that 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 hypothetical heartbreak will change certain things about me. Some of them will be good, some not so much. But that heartbreak will be a part of me. So that's the backstory to the name. Now let's get into the episode. Anxiety is defined as intense, excessive and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. Fast heart rate, rapid breathing, sweating and feeling tired may occur. I feel like this is the broadest definition of anxiety because it is so much more than that. But what I really don't get is... Why do people think that anxiety is cool? Is fast heart rate cool? No. Are panic attacks cool? No. Are anxiety attacks cool? No. They're not. They're just not cool. I'll give you an example of what most people think anxiety looks like. Let's say one of my friends, we'll call her Andrea. Andrea suffers from social anxiety. But when she's at public events, she socializes well. One of her friends says that she could never have social anxiety, as she's always comfortably socializing at public events. But this person is completely wrong. Anxiety is not always a word. Maybe Andrea socializes well, but who knows what it's actually like for her? Nobody. Nobody knows what it's like. Anxiety is a subjective concept, just like beauty. Anxiety doesn't always mean hyperventilating or simply worrying. It is different for every person. We all experience anxiety in certain situations, which is completely normal. Let's say you're about to perform in front of 200 people and you're nervous. That's normal. But when you're anxious at the gym, working out, or on your way to school or work, and you suddenly feel that something bad is going to happen, and then you start hyperventilating, 
and having anxiety and or panic attacks and it's almost impossible for you to focus, that's when it's not normal. That's what it actually looks like and feels like. Now let's talk about why people think anxiety is cool. First of all, it's not cool to think that anxiety is cool. People think anxiety is relatable because everyone goes through it in today's world, which is not not true. But also, this notion has created a certain level of hypocrisy in the world. People invalidate other people's anxiety if it's not big enough for them. Which brings me back to my point that anxiety is a subjective concept. Let's say I'm anxious about something that seems relatively small to someone whose daughter is fighting a severe disease. But that doesn't mean that my anxiety is invalid because my anxiety concerns me and affects me the most. So I shouldn't care if the thing I'm anxious about isn't valid to be anxious for according to certain people. I have an example of what anxiety might look like in some cases. Sadly, I cannot reveal the source of this example, but here it is. So the person says, and I quote, I am going crazy. When I'm with everyone, I'm alright. At least, I think I'm alright. When I'm alone, I'm not okay at all. And when I think about the time when I was around everyone, I know I was giving up an appearance. And I hate myself and I hate that I'm telling this to someone over text when I just really want to cry in front of someone who won't judge me or think that I'm crazy. I hate it. I hate this feeling. Nothing is helping and I just do not want to feel this way. I don't. I really, really don't. That's what it actually is. And this isn't even the most intense example. So whenever someone tells you that they suffer from any anxiety disorder, please do not come to your conclusion just by noticing how the person acts around other people. Listen to them. And if you don't have any advice other than, oh, you should try some deep breaths, then please don't give any advice to that person. There are a lot of things that help with my anxiety. But in my opinion, there's no single way that helps you. Rather, they all go hand in hand. The first and the most effective way for most people is going to therapy and identifying things or situations that trigger anxiety. Other things that help along with therapy are journaling, movement of any kind, meditation. And what works for me personally is finding ways to ground myself. For me, it's talking to my friends about how I feel and spending time with my family, letting out all my emotions and getting a workout done. But again, it's different for everyone. I'll end this episode here with just one more thing to say. Please check on your family and friends and before coming to a conclusion about someone's problems, hear them out. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and I'll see you next week. Take care.